Hey, hey, how's it going? Hello. Good, <laughs> good. How about you? All good? Pretty good. Just uh, as I was saying before we started recording, just uh, recovering from Sundance after a week of volunteering and seeing way too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 40 hours a day, right? Um, a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, a day much. The nice part is that I think I probably saw like 10 movies or eight, maybe, maybe eight movies while I was volunteering. So I was able to just like sneak into the back and um, stamp people's hands as they were coming in and going out of the theater and uh, watch some movies, which was fun. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I've been to see the Fable months over the weekend and I haven't, uh, did you see it by the way? I'm not going to give you any spoilers. No, I know the premise, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, I'll just say that. <laughs> really good movie. <Okay. laughs> uh, every every year we we do like a Oscars party, and we print out like ballots for people to guess uh, and keep track of like how people are doing. Kind of like a fantasy football league for the Oscars, basically. Oh, uh, ah, uh, that's nice. Like <laughs> just a bunch of you and your friends. Is it like the guessing game where you have to put something on your forehead and just guess the movie or something like that? Or more like uh there's like the um every year variety, variety Valley Fair variety variety fairs one of one of the big magazines has like a uh like here's the best picture and here are the options and you like check off which one you think it's gonna be and then uh, okay so I gotcha. we, we all do that beforehand oh like, nice like a guessing game right yeah ah that's that's cool that's cool who's getting better scores your Maryland. Uh, I, I think I've won most years, but Marilyn won last year. And so she's, uh, she's the reigning champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's nice. <laughs> that's cool. Great. And, what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, well, just uh, chilling, taking it easy. Also, you know, mm, trying to work on as much stuff. Sorry. There's an ambulance right behind me. Uh, yeah. Trying to work on some stuff for hardcover, trying to work on some stuff for other projects. Yeah, Saturday they were strong. So yeah, it's it's been pretty good. January is always so long, isn't it? I don't know. Am I <laughs> the only one feeling it's pretty long or Yeah, it it's it's felt like a lot going on in a month, but I think I kinda also jumped between projects like and it makes it hard to get like really deep into one thing when I'm like jumping between things. So I'm, yeah, yeah, kind of looking looking forward to it being over and then jumping more deep into one thing. Yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of like a prep month for like the whole year where you're kind of like establishing stuff where everything goes. That's why maybe it seems like it's so so long, but you know, then we'll have February and usually it's it'll pass like not that we want to. Nice. Are you the kind of person who makes like New Year's resolutions or that kind of thing? Uh, I got a couple. I got a couple. Reading more is one of my New Year's resolution, and so far it's been going good. I've seen that Warren Buffett tweets where kind of like goes, you know, the usual everything compounds, and uh, it was like fifty pages a day amount to whatever hundred, yeah, thousands at the end of the year. So yeah, I'm trying to stick to that, the Warren Buffett diet. Yeah, how about you? How are your New Year's <laughs> resolutions going so far? Uh, some of them better than others, but uh, yeah, I think for me, one of the ones that I've been trying to do is like in the morning, not spend time on any kind of social media or news yeah. and kind of just wake up with like reading in the morning. And I feel like mm. I'm better at that on days when I'm not like, volunteering or you know going out and being it's, if it's not a very active day if i'm able to like kind of ease into the day and not yeah. like okay at this time i got to get out the door anyways and but yeah that's that's been a nice way to start the days yeah that's a big one that's a big one i've seen i think it's on many people's lists together with reading more uh so yeah i mean takes a lot of energy with all the stuff going on nowadays, you know, to just keep away from it, but pays off, I guess. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I'll, I'll often get sucked into like reading the New York times or like reading current news. And, uh, I, I left Twitter a couple months ago, but I'm still like reading news on Mastodon now. So it's, it's really just, you know, th there's, there's going to be people that are passionate on whatever platform you're on. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I was about to ask if it's not like the same, like if it doesn't eventually get the same as on Twitter, because, you know, kind of seems like the same, you know, dynamics of the whole thing, but I don't know. Yeah. Is it? I, I think I've really only seen people who are like, uh, maybe outraged in the same way as I am <laughs> while on Twitter, there might be people who are outraged in many different ways <laughs> <laughs> in all the ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whether that's good or bad to be determined, but it's, yeah. it's a, it's a nice group of people in Mastodon. So that, that's, ah, nice, that's at least. Cool. yeah. That at least, you know, it keeps, you know, <laughs> on a certain yeah. subject. Yeah. Exactly. I've gotten used to all the rage. It's just, I try <laughs> to take it in a funny way, you know, <laughs> It's like Bane, like I was born in the rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. get used. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, should we jump in our day uh, the weekly thing that we're yeah. working on for hardcover? I got some nice. I got. I had two interviews, one with uh, Nigmatilium and one with Lisa. There for uh, context, to two of our. Uh, early early users who stuck by us so uh yeah it was really interesting to hear what they had to say about uh, our whole journey you know being able to see it uh, since the early days which is 2021 not that far long ago but <laughs> that's far long ago so yeah nice any uh takeaways that kind of stuck with you Ah, uh, yeah, I, I mean, generally I had a set of questions about what we're working on, uh, about the new book tracking, about the tags and genres and about the, uh, new book reviews, uh, but also about, uh, hardcover in general and what they actually use it for, uh, and how they use other book apps. And I think what uh, was surprising to me is uh, how different the habits were and the opinions on what we were building between the, the two calls. And uh, I think it's a great lesson on how to get information from, you know, the people who are seeing us build and how we make those decisions, even when, you know, there's things that uh, are, uh, oh, sorry, I think my teeth went off. Uh, when there are things that are in contradiction uh, related to uh, what people think of what we're building. So somebody might say, oh, I really love that. And then you have somebody who says, oh, no, that thing never <laughs> like in a million years. Mm. And you're like, yeah. Okay. What are we supposed to do in this case? So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's something that I've noticed too, especially for like the uh, like progress tracking and like how people like what touch points people have when they're tracking what they read. Because some mm -hmm. people just want to track like what they want to read and then what they've read, and mm -hmm. some people want to track what they want to read and then they want to say like I'm currently reading this and then I've read it. And other people want to go a step farther and say, I'm currently reading this. And then they want to say, I'm 5% done. I'm 10% done. I'm 20% done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, there's a variety of touch points from like red <laughs> to like uh, basically an unlimited amount. Yeah, exactly. That's like our current dilemma. And that's exactly the feedback I got on the calls, which were both great and uh, i've got a lot of really really useful feedback uh but uh, for instance in one of the calls i'm not gonna name who uh uh they were using uh, an app while they were reading and uh, so yeah the two cases 
doing stuff while you're reading with the use of an app or doing stuff exclusively after you're, you're reading and, you know, every, every moment in between. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, interesting how we get that and uh, translate it into what we're building, an actual, into hardcover. Yeah. Much more research to do on that for sure. <laughs> yeah, sounds, exactly. But, uh, yeah. Should we jump in the actual designs? And uh, I think I left a few comments based on the calls in there. I can be a bit more specific. Yeah. Than, you know. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. I want to. Sure. Do you want to share your screen and we'll go from there? Yeah, of course. Let me share. Let me try this screen. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So can everyone see it? Meaning you Adam. Uh, we can. Yes. Okay. Uh okay. I'll probably just open Figma on my own too. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, perfect. Uh yeah. So uh the first question I asked was just seeing this what was the initial impression you know we talked about this being probably uh, having a lot of actions in this drawer so i think what we wanted to like confirm is that uh, readers wouldn't get confused and i got good feedback based on this um uh, Lisa mentioned uh, having an option for owned books. And uh, maybe we can start with that because uh, just everyone for, for context, maybe we should do that intro, right, Adam? To tell everyone what this actually is. Like uh, what this drawer is? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, what we're, we're working on. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, want me to give a quick overview? Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So uh, across hardcover, whenever you're interacting with a book, you might be um, like saving it for later or kind of setting your status on it or perhaps managing lists for that book or uh, metadata about the book, like your review, um, whether it's public or private. So that we've been this has kind of been our way. We've been doing it since the start with what we initially called this uh, book status button. We should probably just call it like the book button. The book button. <laughs> but, uh, and the book button. And uh, this uh, book button is kind of a, a reader's way of interacting with the book in this experience, no matter where you see the book, whether it's in search, on the feed, um, on someone else's list. It's It's kind of like the unified way so that you don't have to like go all the way to the book page to interact with a book. You can kind of do it from wherever you're seeing that book. And this drawer is kind of our more mobile friendly um, native way of uh, doing that. And that's what we're uh, iterating from or iterating to from our kind of drop down um, that we have right now. Does that kind of yeah. cover it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so this is a big drawer, as you can see, and uh, yeah, it's book button central. The book button is a really good name for it, Adam, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's like our Facebook moment, you know, when uh, uh, the guy, what was the uh, Napster guy told Zuckerberg, oh, dub yeah. the drawer, <laughs> the duh, it's just Facebook. So this is the book <laughs> button. The book button, everything. Not the is... hardcover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the hardcover. <laughs> we had that debate as well. <laughs> Remember the early days. It's so funny, you know, how things come into, you know, being through like that stream of <laughs> little decisions. But anyway, returning mm -hmm. to the book button. Uh, so, yeah, as you can see, lots of stuff going on here. Uh yeah, in one of the calls, uh, Lisa mentioned uh, a way to mark the book as owned. So I'm assuming mm -hmm. that is after that was uh, read, or if it's a book, yeah, that uh, is. Uh, so you 
click on one to read. Let's say you buy the book or uh, yeah, uh, either in, in either whatever format. And yeah, then you want to mark it as zoned. And I was wondering, should that go anywhere in here uh, or should it go mm. someplace else? That was a good question. Yeah. 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 That's, that's one that we, we, uh, we actually import an owned Boolean from, I think Goodreads and Storygraph both. So we're already like storing whether or not they own a book in our database, but right now, one of the tricky parts is that um, books that people own are at the edition level and this modal or this uh, drawer is at the book level. So like we don't have a good way. Originally, we actually had a, a toggle up here at the top, which was like oh, yeah. an owned or not. And, and either mm -hmm. it was like one or the other. But I, I got rid of that because it it doesn't show the specificity of what edition of the book you're owning. So if we did do something with book ownership, we would need to find a way to tie it to editions the same way we do for what books you've read. <laughs> nice. So somewhere over here, I'm presuming where uh, you'd actually be able to mark, uh, yeah, the edition, right? Yeah, it would, it would be some flow similar to this, but I don't think it would be related to a status like a when you've read it, because it might just be a book that you got as a gift and it's just kind of sitting on your shelf and yeah. you want to have like a record that that book's on your shelf, but you haven't read it. And yeah, so it's a, it's a tricky problem. Yeah. I'm wondering if that couldn't be done through. So let's say you want to like mimic your bookshelf on hardcover. Uh, maybe that could be a list of owned books where you could add stuff mm -hmm. so just putting it out there it's definitely something we don't have to uh look into right now but maybe that i'm thinking you know if i had if i wanted to basically see my digital version of uh my library that would basically be a list and a shelf view so i could see like all the books technically in the shelf and i could say oh look this is just like the shelves I have at home. So yeah, I'm guessing that could be tied somehow, but yeah, I'm just uh, noting it down for later on. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I'm, I was checking our, um, like, uh, user roadmap, the one that people can like upvote features they want. Mm-hmm. Because that's like, I feel like once enough people request book ownership, that's one we'll probably have to focus some time on. But currently, mm, yeah. progress tracking for what you're currently reading is still like, is still our number one. So I feel like yeah. we could continue on this, but with the uh, ownership as something to think about for later. Yeah, that's a good call. Great. Uh, on to the next one then. Um... Somehow adding things, adding a book to a list uh, got uh, flagged as something that could be moved more up top. And yeah, I wanted to ask you uh, if you'd see the need for that. And as a secondary question, the remove uh, button, which basically removes a book from your library. So every interaction you had with it, uh, it wouldn't appear in the feed. It wouldn't, yeah, it, it wouldn't look like you read it. Should it sit like uh, on the same level as the statuses or should it be moved somewhere else entirely? What do you think? That's another yeah. thing that popped up and I wanted your opinion on this. Yeah, it does feel like it, it doesn't belong with all the other ones because the other ones are changing the status and that's deleting it altogether. I think one of the reasons why we didn't have it up there initially was because it could accidentally be clicked. But I feel like that's if true. we have it somewhere where like it at least like shows a confirmation when they when they click it, it'll solve that. Yeah, I also thought about the confirmation, but uh, being in this uh, drawer uh, type of experience, 
uh, I'm thinking a confirmation on top of the drawer would be a bit uh, weird. So uh, maybe, I mean, I'm a fan of uh, just putting it in a place where uh, you can quickly remove uh, your interactions. I sometimes did this on the app. I accidentally clicked the one to read button and I wanted that removed from everywhere. And uh, I managed to do that, but uh, having the remove button really handy so that I could quickly do that, like as quick as I miss uh, tapped on the app uh, would be a thing. Yeah, for, for me at least, would you think that would be the case or uh, would you rather have the remove button somewhere with a confirmation to remove it? I think it might, like right now, I think we only show a confirmation if you've done more than just market as want to read. Like if you've uh, rated it, if you've written a review, mm -hmm. I think those are the two things. Um, so maybe we only show a confirmation if you've done a little bit more than just marked it as want to read. Okay, that sounds good. That would. That, uh, how about it's that position? way we're not like a. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, <laughs> I I feel like I like it at the top more for mobile, yeah. because then like your thumb is so far away from the that top area. That's true. How about yeah. making it uh, less prominent and. You know, so you could see it, but you know, it wouldn't stand out. I'm just worried that, uh, yeah, it would interfere. How about this? Yeah, I think, I think that looks good. And I, and especially since the, I think the current book status button, um, we have to like have an X right there for like exit. Ex exiting it, but for this, we don't really need that as much. Oh yeah, right. that's no, true. We don't really need that, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that I think that works. Okay, we can leave it there for now, and if we get any better ideas as it settles, we can move it. I'm just gonna move this further down. By the way, I actually started implementing this and testing it with the. Uh, actual uh, drawer and it works pretty nicely. I can show you. Uh, nice. Where is it? Is it here? Ah, here we go. What? Let me do that for mobile. Oh. So, hey, I think we're, uh, we're still seeing uh, still seeing your. Uh, oh no, there you go. Oh, right. <laughs> I just okay. have my other tab open. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait, can you show it again? Ah, oh, nice. So here we go. It's yeah. It, wait, I should load this again. It has a few glitches. I'm gonna ask Eugene for help on some of those. Uh, let me close this one. But uh, yeah, the drawer works, and uh, it shouldn't uh, scroll for once, and it should come over these uh, the bottom navigation and top navigation, but else, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good and it works with taps. So I'm gonna nice. ask you and Eugene to check the library again to make sure it's pretty good. But on first glance, yeah, it, if it was easy enough for me to implement it, I'm guess it's, I'm guessing it's pretty okay, but you know, yeah. just double check it. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering for like the, the desktop side. Do you think we'll use the same thing or kind of stick towards like the button? Uh, oh, no. Yeah, that's going to be a popover. And uh, I'll basically make a version with all of these. Uh, wait, I got it in Figma. So it's going to be basically this, a smaller version of, of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. How does that look like? I like that. One thing that... I was thinking was uh, uh, about okay, yeah. I really like the like the border around it too. It like has a lot more definition than the current current style. 
Yeah, I had some inspiration from Letterbox. I wanted something, you know, that makes it stand out, but it's a bit subtler than, you know, just having it there. Yeah. When a, one, like, thing that just came to mind as, like, a, I don't know if this will make it better or worse, but something like, um, well, not that. Undo <laughs> this. <laughs> okay. That's classic Figma. Yeah. Yeah. Like click the pen tool and then it starts from who knows where, where it goes like. Yeah. Something like that, where it's like a. Uh, okay, where it has an actual, uh, yeah, 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 pointer. Let me make this the same. Whoop! It's got some border radius, and we don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you can just do it like do do do. Well, I got the same amount of experience you do have as co as a coder <laughs> for design. So here we go. Uh, well, yeah, it's gonna be without this border, but. See, this is the one thing yeah. if you want that's tough to tough to make, but oh yeah, yeah like without the without the bottom border. Yeah, without the bottom border, yeah. they don't support like uh, shapes with just some edges. Hopefully, I think I even mentioned that on their Discord at some point where I got frustrated. I think, but anyways, yeah, I think like I've seen in in a sketch, like you can select the two of them and like do like the union of the two objects or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you can do it with the union. Create, you can like... even duplicate the uh, thingy and have it without a border. But uh, yeah, that's a bit messier. I'd rather it just not have the bottom border. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, this is uh, how uh, it would look like. Maybe if we put the remove down the bottom, in this case, it would work better. So we just have uh, these. Uh, anyways, basically this, let's do it the slow manual way. Sometimes you gotta do that. <laughs> da -da -dum. Let's put this here. There we go. Yeah. Wow. With the right space, maybe we could even course. maybe we could even take away this line right here, since a uh, genres. Oh, oh no, I messed it up. Oh. <laughs> ah, no, that's fine. Okay, you can always control Z. Since uh, lists and genres are kind of like sibling ideas, they could even. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or do, or do you think they need a line between them? Uh, no, I'm wondering, uh, over here, wouldn't genres and tags be actually more associated with writing a review? Because I was thinking the same thing you did for list, but actually for, uh, write a review, but I'm not really that sure. I'm just asking. Yeah. I see it as like writing a review is like your, your take on it while lists and genres and tags and moods are kind of like uh taxonomy and organization for the book yeah but that's good description but then again they yeah. all kind of but but like the moment of interaction is kind of all the same like you might you might do all of these actions at once you might read a book write a review add it to a list and then add some genres yeah but i think that's good yeah. based on your explanation that was a good one. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah, we can yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah, and let's remove this from this one as well. And yeah, it should maybe have a thing like this over oh, here yeah. as well. Or actually, because you go in on a separate screen and you're not just, uh, yeah. That's something to think about. Uh, I think it got left there when it was in the jar, but right now uh, we're making this go to another screen, right? So maybe it shouldn't be. If it's a button 
and not a thing that navigates to the same thing inside the drawer. Should we have this arrow or should we just ditch it? But it would mean the same for writer review. Uh, hmm? I think, yeah, it's, yeah, that's a good question. Like if it's still part of the drawer or if it's like a, a screen that shows up on top of this, then I think the arrow makes sense because mm -hmm. it's like uh, tapping all the other ones, like tapping want to read, like that doesn't, that doesn't leave this button at all. That, that just changes a, uh, changes the state of the button. Same for like review or privacy, but like clicking on write a review, add to list or genres and tags takes you to a different page. So I, okay. I think, I think it makes sense to keep the little arrow there. Yeah, for all of them, right? I mean, okay. if we keep it from one, for one, we should keep it for all of them. I'm guessing. Yeah, like whenever we, so, whenever we leave yeah. the, the screen. Yeah, red takes you here, and then clicking edit takes you here. So yeah, that makes sense. And genres mm -hmm. and tags takes you here. And you got a back button and add to list actually takes you to the list dialog we have right now. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm thinking this yeah. works. I think that all makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Great. Well, it looks the same over here and yeah, I'll just make all of the, uh, things in here adapt to, uh, a bigger size, which is now the other way around. We gotta make them a, a bit smaller for for desktop. Yeah, but yeah, it's sense. the same thing. Yeah. For the the rating part, I was wondering about how big that should be on mobile, because that's I've been uh, tracking a lot of things on Letterbox this week and kind of getting used to their rating component which has been mm -hmm. good because it's like the rate, it's like a, it's like it behaves like a slider, which is what we're talking about changing ours to as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I think that width is, is going to be plenty for it. Yeah. Plus, uh, if we look over here, uh, I think we can spread these out a bit more. So wait, where do I have the stars, 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 sorry. This is like, yeah, designers coding is messy, uh, but uh, I think I can uh, flex gap one. Let's see if I add a gap, if it makes it better. Oh no, it actually made it worse. Gap two. Ah, see? Uh, yeah, actually on mobile, there's plenty of space, apparently, much more than in my design. I don't know why. So, uh, yeah, it kind of looks good. Not iPad mini. I was going for a really small one. Yeah. So this is how it looks mm -hmm. on an iPhone 6. So it should be plenty of room to move, but uh, we, we can tweak it. We can... Uh, can even increase the gap so it's like even wider and uh, yeah with the slider it should be pretty pretty okay to move the to move the stars right so there's yeah. extra space not like uh, in my initial design over here so i think we can play around with the size of the actual stars until we get it right sounds good and nice. yeah it sounds like this is a good a good time to cut the the feature for um, like more like this or less like this. Yeah, like I thumbs think up, thumbs down. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good one. But I had another idea. I was uh, gonna uh, talk about uh, the, uh, with the, the with the whole team with maybe it's that's gonna appear in the review process rather than uh, I mean, definitely we're ditching it over here. But uh, maybe it can be part of the review process, or it can even be a prompt after you finish reading a book. But I'll show you what I mean. 
I was actually thinking of something like uh, this, like just a popover, of course, with another subject. But after you uh, mark a book as finished, just have this popover asking you, uh, do you want us to recommend more like this? So it can be a, you know, a bump up or down for a specific book. So we can get the better match score if it helps Mariana and Alicia actually get a better uh, match score using that piece of info, which I'm guessing it does, right? I think it does. I think the the problem so far is that few people end up using it like in a way that is different from the rating. So yeah. That's one of that's been one of the tricky parts. It's like rating as a whole doesn't tell you whether or not someone wants more books like that, but most people treat it treat them the same. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still on the fence on like will will people actually use this to like really like say they love it? <laughs> yeah, true. Well, that's a story for another time. Uh, right now we're removing it for this flow at least so yeah <laughs> yeah makes sense nice uh i, I mean I think... I, like i think about like every platform's like been through like many iterations on this like you know youtube had stars and went to thumbs up and you know netflix had ratings and then went to thumbs up and thumbs down yeah but they they're very like uh recommendation focused while for us, people really want to know what their rating was for a book. Like that's the most important part. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I mean, people don't write reviews on Netflix. They write them on Letterboxd. So yeah, that's like, yeah. I've been through Letterboxd's uh, review system, by the way, and I think it's really cool. Uh, we can do it a bit cleaner. I'm thinking they have like three drawers, like opening up on top of each other. I was thinking that we could actually, I didn't find a way to do it, but maybe it's good homework for either you or Eugene. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can replicate the Apple transitions, you know, where actually this, when you click on something, this actually moves a bit to the, so it gets pushed mm -hmm. while uh, mm -hmm. it's transparency starts going down and this one appears so that's uh, uh push out and push in interaction uh i'm trying to see if so something like this to uh, portray it so it's this it's like a like a slide over yeah exactly so when you click uh, on let's say red this would go like this and it's a neat transition mm. where this fades out and this comes in. Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, I saw it's using React Router for some pages, but uh, it shouldn't use it for this. I don't know. Maybe you can have a look into it or you, uh, I can ask Eugene to look into it. It's a cool transition yeah. and we can use it for other stuff as well. I'm thinking. Yeah. Just this. It's called continuity. I think we could... Yeah. I think we could even use the like a headless UI transition elements that we're um, currently yeah. using for some mm -hmm. transitions and they'll just be like um, sliding to like left negative 100 and from oh, yeah. from negative 100 and I think doing something like that might work. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about transitions. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that'd be that'd be nice. And we also use framework motion, so it does. If it doesn't work with that, we can also use that one. But yeah, if it yeah if it works with uh, the headless UI transitions, that'd be like super. Yeah, it's just yeah. pushing this uh, out while uh, opacity goes to zero and. I'm guessing this would be rendered at the same time, right? Though, uh, so you'd get all the screens, or not? I don't know. I mean, yeah, matter. yeah, yeah. That that would be a tricky part because, like, right now we kind of like just replace the screen. We're not like loading two of them and 
doing a transition. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I think it's worth it. Yeah. yeah, definitely worth it because, uh, for instance, if you click on red right here and this drop down, this drawer goes down and then it goes back up again, I think that's, uh, not like the ideal transition. If we do this nifty, like thing where, yeah, it slides and pushes the content over. Yeah. Sorry. That was my description of it. So yeah, maybe we can get that. <laughs> Yeah. I, I okay. Like cool. Then let's jump to this one because this one was an interesting one. So on one of the calls, uh, the feedback was that uh, all of the fields, it's better to have all of the fields on the same page, including this. On the other call, uh, the separate steps for each, uh, let's say stage of writing a review. So actually writing the review, adding the links and then adding the tags separately, uh, seemed like the more, let's say, uh, uh not risky way to add a review mainly because, uh, we had that happen when people wrote reviews and they misclicked or they click somewhere else and, uh, or they tap somewhere else and the review is gone. Uh, so this I one see. seemed like, uh, better on one call. And this one seemed better for the same reason, weirdly on uh, the other call. So this is like one of those decisions where you, decisions where you get, uh, like feedback, which is, uh, valid and really useful, but uh for like doing things uh very differently so basically opposing things so i don't know how should we approach it <laughs> i mean what are you a fan of if you're writing a review would you rather split it into steps or like have it all on the same um screen hmm. i think I think like I, as a user would probably like 90% of the time only use the first tab of stuff. Like I might not, like I would, I wouldn't, I don't have like a, a blog, so I wouldn't be in the second one. And if the review date defaulted to the date that I was writing it, I wouldn't need to set that in the first place. And I probably would only add tags if like this book didn't have any already. Like if I was the first person reading it and I'm doing something, but, uh, mm. I think we want people to like, just click, click on a couple tabs. Like ideally we want them to say like, yep, I agree. This book's sci-fi. Yep. I agree. This book's like, mm -hmm. emotional or adventure. Yeah. So by the way, this I could feature... even see yeah. that. I could even see like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard one. I'm not, I'm, I'm still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tough dilemma where, uh, I kind of like this one. See, my only observation with it is that tabs aren't like associated with steps. So, uh, tabs aren't like something you'd use, uh, in UI in general, uh, you, we could use a stepper. So we'd have like, uh, review, uh, and then links and then tags as steps. So it would be like step one, step two, step three. Uh, but, uh, I'm wondering if we go for this, I don't know, we didn't annoy you as a user to actually click, uh, the button two times to be able to publish the review. Yeah, that's. That's what I'd worry about too. Um, hmm. I think, I think it would be a lot of work, <laughs> mm -hmm. but then again, if you're writing a review, you're, you're likely already like doing a lot of work. Like these other two pages are going to be very little work compared to the act of writing a review. Yeah. Like, like, cause you're already committing to like, 
that part. So th these other two screens will like fly by. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. I like this because it offers you a way to navigate between these. Let's say you want to add something to the review, just click this. And even though it's a tab, so it's not like a stepper, step one, step two, step three. Uh, yeah, it allows you that navigation. And another thing that got highlighted uh, during the interviews was if we were able to auto-save this and if it was auto-saved, uh, how do we actually like show that? Uh, so my mm -hmm. first question is like, uh, from a coding perspective, could we auto-save it like every, I don't know, 15 seconds or something like that? Or would that yeah. be? That would be easy to do. We, we could probably just like, uh, uh, do a, a debounce on key up and like, or, and not even a debounce, just a throttle on key up and save every 15 seconds when there's been activity. Okay. So that's actually doable, and right? That would be, that'd be easy. Yeah. That'd be really okay. easy. I think okay. one of the, one of the difficult parts might be like, we, we create an activity in their feed about their review. And so potentially people would see their activity in their feed with an incomplete review, um, which if they were past the first paragraph, we only show the, about the first like 140 characters in the activity. Mm, true. But yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe we don't auto save until they've hit like 140 characters and then we start auto saving that way. Yeah. That what's sounds, in that the activity sounds... feed doesn't change. Okay, so would there be any way of uh, auto-saving it without it being published? That wouldn't be uh, like an option, mm -hmm. right? That that one would be harder because we don't have a concept of an unpublished review. Oh, okay. So basically when you're auto-saving it, it actually creates that review and it just gets updated as you're writing it. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that's great at least it's auto saved um i asked about the save button because you know we had this uh save and next uh, dilemma last time and uh, in one of the calls uh, i got suggested that we replace it with actually the publish uh button on the uh actual review. So that's why I asked, uh, what do you think about that? I thought it was a pretty good idea, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Because the first time you're writing a review, you want to know, like, this is, this is going out. But then if you're editing a review, then the terminology changes from publish to like update, um, to use a WordPress, mm. WordPress terminology. Oh yeah. Uh, so maybe it's like publish the first time they write their review and then like update when they update it. Yeah. I mean, that would work. So, uh, this is instead of save because save, uh, that was the problem. It actually, uh, I was told that it actually creates the impression that it's not saved before that so you just save it but you're not like really mm -hmm. sure if the review has gone through so publish is a bit more final i guess so yeah it kind of made more sense that's why i think i like the idea so we can use the publish updates uh like yeah option for those buttons yeah Okay. Or an, another option is that we don't auto save it to the database. We like, we auto save it in uh, local storage and then we don't actually like push it to the server until they click publish. That way it's like, if they refresh the page, they would still get their review. Okay. That'd be another way of doing it. Would that be easier or? And that, yeah, I think, I think it would be about the same. But in that case, um, publish is actually publishing it. Like it's not, 
it's not going out to the world until they click publish. So that way it's, there's not that accidental thing where we're actually saving it and not telling them we saved it or publishing it and not telling them we published, I guess. Okay. Well, that sounds like a good option. I mean, if it's like the same, uh, yeah, we could do that. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe, to, yeah. yeah. Or maybe like for writing it initially, we could do that. And then for updating it, we save it to the database. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just always saving it to the database is the better way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got at least two good options. So that's good. <laughs> we can just leave yeah. it at that. I had another question. So this is my final one on reviews. Uh, without this border, like here, or with this border. So let me just do that over here as well. So this is without it. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. So it's more like you're editing, uh, I don't know, Google Doc. And let me undo. This is with the border. I think I, think I like it a lot more with the border. Okay. Yeah, it gives it a bit more structure, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes it feel like it's a... Like this is the area I write in rather than um, kind of, it feels more like a review. I'm reading a review that's already been written when there's no border. Mm, true. Yeah, that's good. Okay. We'll just leave it with the border and I, let's have a final call on this. Should we uh, keep this separate step and so that I can replicate it on desktop or uh, do it the other way around? Should we keep this uh, separate step flow or should we have everything, including tags, right on this? Uh, I think I like it in the separate steps. Separate steps. Okay. I am good with that. So let me replace this with the actual like final thing with the border. Ta-da. So something kind of like this, right? And this would be yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good okay. to me. Nice. Yeah, I'm happy um, with this as well. And they're really nice. Yeah. I think we're gonna have the easiest way to, or the most pleasant way to add the review. It also includes tags. This, by the way, was a feature that was really appreciated. So uh, if we can suggest as many tags that people associated with that book. So if uh, other readers uh, for this book uh, that you're either reviewing or tagging uh, associated it with our or young adult, uh, in the calls, this got like really... Uh, uh, praised like uh, something that makes it easier uh, to tag books, moods, nice. or content warnings. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think here I even asked if uh, seeing this, uh, would you like to see as many tags as possible or have them limited to a certain amount of tags? And the uh, answer was definitely like as many as possible. Uh, so I kind of got from that, that it's pretty, uh, wanted interaction to just like have, uh, that, uh, idea of what uh, other people associated with it. So, yeah. Nice. This is going to be pretty, yeah. pretty good. And, and then for that one, for the tags, so this is setting like the, the genres for it. I'm wondering how we could enable people to like also set like the moods for it or like other kinds of tags. Yeah. Good question. Which is a hard yeah. One. yeah. Would it be possible in this actual uh, step in the review to actually show them uh, mingled up? So you'd have genres and moods and 
tags, like the most popular tags, or would that be messy? Yeah, we could. One thing we do right now in the style that we use for for tags and moods um, is like we have the idea of like a, a let me share a link with you where like a, let me share a link in the, the chat here and if you want to open it up where's the chat let me see yep. ah here we go see if uh, see if this works okay yeah so we we could have like genres and moods on that first tab or on the the table view like where genres are in like a different color than moods so it makes it more striking the difference between what's a, a genre and what's a mood oh yeah definitely yeah i mean we can keep this uh if we can do that thing where we associate at least for genres a different icon and yeah for moods just keep them yeah. like yeah they are I now I, I love the custom icons <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, we can have a pass at the most uh, because, you know, there's not like infinite genres. You can like maybe we can pick icons for the top, I don't know, 30, 40. Yeah. 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 Nice. That yeah, would, that would probably nice. cover like 90%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it would, it would make this a lot more fun too. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. An that's alien next to an alien, seeing a yeah yeah that's gonna be good and we also are See, prepping uh, it up if we're ever gonna do badges i guess for the like yeah genre associations yeah that's great okay let me so, so we back. could like yeah. kind of yeah. mix them together and show like um top genres and moods all together and then mm -hmm. And then when you search, we would probably need to show like whether something, whether a search result is a genre or a mood, if we had them together. Yeah. I'm wondering if, uh, I mean, now in search, yeah, they appear pretty different. Let me see if I have them saved over here. Nope, not over here. I think I actually deleted that one anyways uh yeah maybe uh just by differentiating the icon on this list sorry where they drop down just having different icons for tags moods i mean i'm guessing most of them will be self-explanatory and i think if we have the most popular ones here i think this is gonna become the easier way to add tags and this tags genres and moods and uh, this one would be just in case you don't see like any popular popular tags in here if you yeah. are really like uh, differently opinionated or what's it called if you have like a really uh yeah diversity yeah, like a bit yeah, I think that sounds like a good way of doing it. So that way we're, this would show, like we would show these, um, we would show your genres, your moods, your tags, and they would be colored potentially differently if they're a genre, yeah. a mood, or a tag. And then we would show like the popular ones for the book. And if there are none for the book already, we would show kind of the popular genres and moods from the app in general for people to just yeah. click and shop, yeah. and if you searched we would show um we would show uh, uh, both genres and tag we would show both genres and moods in the search results while making it clear which one's a genre and which one's a mood but we would kind of group them together yeah it's... maybe i should design that let me make a note of it so design actual drop down 
at me. Oh, yeah, that's Can true. Can I tag myself? Yeah, here we go. Can yeah, we customize think... that drop down to a degree at least? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we could. We could have each um, row in the dropdown behave or look differently depending on if it's a genre or a mood. Mm, nice. Can we also add the icons at the beginning? Yeah. Or is it just Yeah, text? yeah, we could. Yeah. Nice. I think okay. I mean, right now we're using uh, headless UI's um, select component, which oh, is okay. really just like a, um, a div. So you can put anything in each option. Mm, nice. Okay. That's really good. Or not select. Oh. I think it's their auto, it's their uh, combo box. Which oh, is the combo box. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking of, of that as well. Okay. Great. Perfect. Well, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. That says a lot to code, but once it will get out there, it's going to be pretty <laughs> nice. Oh, another one. Uh, the icon for the ebook, and this is the last one. You know, I had yeah. a chat on the <laughs> Discord about what constitutes a proper ebook icon, and I don't know, should we put the EPUB? But I'm guessing that's like a really specific ebook e format. We should go for a more like general one. Yeah, I, I was watching that conversation with interest because I'm like, what are people going to say for this? Um, like so the, the icon that comes to mind for me is like almost like an iPad or, or a, a tablet. Is it this one? Like, um, which one? Uh, Wait. let me zoom in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one, I feel like that one covers both iPad and Kindle and like other devices. Yeah, I know. I'm okay with that one as well. So let's just keep it at that, you know. Yeah. It's okay. We're the founders. Sometimes we take these hard decisions, not like <laughs> likely, but yeah, we have to, to take them. Yeah. Because there's no, I mean, I searched on Font Awesome and there is no ebook icon. So if you search for ebook, just to like give everybody glimpse into it. So like two oh, of them yeah. and yeah. There's no yeah. ebook here, it's just books. If you search for Kindle, there's a couple of, it just shows like the tablet. It's basically, I think it's an alias for tablet if you search for Kindle. Okay, ah, see? Yeah, this is what we're using. We'll just leave it at that, see? Decision made. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, then nice. we have like four duotones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that, that seems like the best one of them. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Some, I'm, I'm excited about this uh, book button improvements. Like, yeah. And I feel like there's enough space that when we, when we eventually tackle something like book ownership, we'll still be able to find a way of doing it in here, even if it means, I don't think it's going to mean like redoing anything we're doing today, I think we'll just be able to build on top of what we've, what we already have. Yeah, exactly. I think we build it like in such a way that if, uh, getting additions, I mean, this update is about additions. People will be able to choose their edition that they're reading. And for most readers, that's like important for me as well. I, I mean, some people go for that because they want to see the cover, the proper cover that they're reading. Some people want like more, I don't know, in-depth details, like uh, the actual, the, I don't know, content of the book or the information about the, yeah. So it's it works on different levels, but you got to track the, the edition and that brings us, I guess, a step yeah. closer to offering better book data uh, because I'm not sure what platform like really has all editions all lined up. At least this is like an, another important update. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exciting. And, and you bring up a, an interesting thing that we'll 
we'll probably have to figure out in a future, which is like what cover we show to people when they're browsing. And it sounds like the cover that they've they've read makes the most sense because that's the one that they are, you know, most interested in that they have an experience with. But what do we show if they've read multiple versions of it? Like they read the audiobook and the physical oh, book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got another interesting one in the hmm. uh, in one of the the interviews uh, because some people uh, read and listen to an audiobook at the same time, and uh, hmm. you know another <laughs> layer to it because there's like infinite layers to this. Uh, yeah, PSA to whoever's building a book platform, you know. It the rabbit hole goes like way, way, way deep, uh, <laughs> as we found out. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's cool. This is like one of the finer details, and nailing yeah. it down is going to be really, really yeah. good, strong. Yeah, nice. Well, well, good call. Yeah. Thanks for uh, yeah. Thanks for doing that research too. I'm I'm excited to like have that user input in these calls. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really like revealing and, you know, you find out so much about what you're building through, through this. Well, as well. Now. <laughs> yeah. Great. Cool. Well, well, thanks, Stay. Have a good uh, rest of your Monday night. Yeah, you too. Till next one. <laughs> have a good one. See you. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. bye.